I walked in, I was dressed in a white button shirt. Then everyone else was wearing a tank top, shorts, so I felt a bit overdressed. I even went next to Dom, the roommate. We would sit on the front row, and Dom would be so full of food, he would put his backpack on the table and we would sleep. And the professor was right in front of us. I would punch his shoulder. Wake, wake up, the professor is looking. We arrived in the morning, did some shopping. Oh, no, that's not my style. To be honest with you, I still find it funny. You would look at the price tag and tell me whether it's your style or not. I broke it just one in the, in the gym. And they have the this, but they don't have a plastic around them. And I was going to put it on the squat track. When I pulled it up, it hit my chin and it, it broke one of the teeth. This farmer had made in the I got really lost. So every Friday night, we would meet. We would play board games. At the end of the semester, it was difficult for us to trust each other. Like that's how much we played the game. Welcome back to college. I'm your host, Zach Stevenson. And today in the classroom, we're joined by someone who came from a small town in Tunisia. This person was itching for new experiences and didn't hesitate when they got the chance to come study in the US. His sense of adventure and desire to try new things led him to discover his love for sushi amongst the rides and roller coasters in the Mall of America. You could always count on this person somehow getting even more jacked in the Almond Center or playing soccer with his international and American friends. After his time at Augie, he finished his bachelor's degree back home where he made the decision to keep studying and go abroad again. Calling from Vienna, Austria, where he is halfway through his PhD in economics, please enjoy the conversation with Ramsey. Ramsey Chariak, welcome back to college. Yes. Uh, thank you. I'm very much excited to have a chat with you because a lot of our time we spent, it would have been seven years ago now, um, because you're only there for... Yeah. Um, that sort of year in 2016. Um, so it's yeah, yeah. really looking forward to diving back and sort of uncovering some of, yeah, those stories and your journey because that was, yeah, quite some time ago now. Um, yeah. So I'm curious to know, you're from Tunisia. So I'm interested to know how you actually heard about Augustana in the first place. Um, I, I didn't. Let's, uh, because uh, I was in an exchange program, so you apply with uh, with the uh, embassy. And what happens is that once you get accepted, then the, uh, you you just sign the papers. Well, participating and everything, they just let you know a place in the middle of the summer. Right. So they just they just in. picked a place for you then, and you're just like, "Yep, oh, I'll yeah. go there." Exactly. That's pretty but, cool. Uh, yeah, I think it was a nice surprise. Uh, I, I wasn't expecting to go uh, to South Dakota or Augustana. I just thought I was going to go there. But I actually liked it. It was, uh, it was amazing. I wouldn't, I wouldn't change it for something else, to be honest. Yeah, awesome. Is there, what kind of, what was your drive to go on an exchange program? I mean, I... I come from a relatively small town, I'd say. It's like 70,000 people. Uh, I had never left the country then, and uh, it was my first time going abroad. I wanted to you know, meet new people, learn new things. 
which is what ended up happening. Yeah, terrific. Is there, um, I'm just curious to know a little bit more about Tunisia because I still to this day are the only person I know from Tunisia. So, I mean, where exactly is it in the world? Well, it's in uh, North Africa. Uh, it's right below Italy on the map. So uh, we, we get the Mediterranean weather and, uh, and the foods, you know, the, the wine, the, the citrus, all the that uh, fun stuff. Yeah. Awesome. And you guys speak Arabic? Is that your primarily language? Yeah. Um, but I'd say most people speak French as well. Right, okay. At some point, school, school just switches to French at some point. So you, you have to uh, adapt. So did you know a few languages growing up then? Yeah, I knew Arabic and French. What about your English? Yeah. Uh, well, I started learning French at 8 and English at 12. Right, okay. And then so yeah. you're on this exchange program coming to the U.S. Once you found out you were going to Augustana, how were you feeling? I was Googling the place. Uh, I looked at two fools. I was showing the pictures to my parents and my girl. It was really, really exciting. You know, in part because it was my first uh, experience abroad, but mostly because... Uh, I really like how the place is. And the, <laughs> I, I still remember my first day. So the area from uh, from is really close to the desert. So the air is quite uh, yellow. You know, that Hollywood film, they, the, the Hollywood film that they have from Mexico. All right, right. yep, I'm with so, you. So, so I have that in real life. So my, uh, my first day, <laughs> my first day in Super I was just looking out the window and I called my my parents. All the colors are clear. <laughs> We're not living in a movie over anymore. Yeah, yeah. I thought the I thought the yellow atmosphere was in the fall. But yeah, no doubt it wasn't. That's fascinating. What was your journey like? That whole because I mean it would have been you know probably a full day of transit transit. I'm guessing to get to Sioux Falls from Tunisia. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I was also uh, randomly selected for a security check conveniently. In the U.S.? So, uh, in, uh, I was in Triangle in Germany and in the U.S. as well. Right, okay. So randomly I was selected, selected twice. Yeah, that's random. pretty random, eh? Um, yeah, very. And then, so what was it like as you were arriving to campus? Um, I'd say it was empty because I arrived, uh, I arrived uh, a couple of days prior to most people arriving and I was uh, alone on the floor. Uh, my roommate never showed up. So I, I, I lived uh, alone in, in a double room that year. I was in static. Amazing. Um, Dude, you hit the jackpot having a single room all by yourself. You remember what? Uh, and basically, um, so the first day, the whole floor was empty, but there was a, what, what do they call them? The VAs, right? Yeah. 
the the VA on the floor was uh, saying Knight um, Knudsen. I don't know if you know the guy who was a senior uh, on that year. Uh, so he wasn't the only one on the floor. So I, I heard noise in his room. So I went there. I knocked the door. I told them, hey, first day, I'm an ex-safe student. Uh, wanna, do you want to hang out? And we were like, yeah, sure. He, and he, uh, he took me to, uh, to a restaurant. And uh, we just spent uh, the day together. It was like first day. How nice. That's that Midwest hospitality kicking in. So what was it like when some students arrived and that whole international orientation week? Can you remember much from that? I do. I do remember the scavenger hunt. I remember the picture we made. We was like a pyramid or something like that. Like I don't know. Do you remember that, right? I think we were in the same orientation yeah. group, weren't we? I think so, yes. I think that we was were. your first year. Yeah. Yeah. Which is crazy and, yeah, and we I didn't also... we didn't necessarily connect straight away, but um yeah, looking back on it now, we were we were in that sort of that group together. And it didn't take us long. I think it was more on the camp where we started to hang out a bit more together. I remember when I uh first spoke with you it was uh during the camp, and we were playing this uh, game like with, the, with the basketball. The Foursquare. The famous Foursquare. Yes, yes. Yeah, I forgot the name. Yeah, Foursquare. Like uh, every person stands in like a quadrant, and we uh, think what was it? Like we have to hit each other with a ball. Well, yeah, I think, yeah, I had to bounce it in other people's squares, but that was. That was such a fun game, and we had there was huge yeah. lines. Everyone was lining up just to sort of have a shot to try and take the the king spot. And I think we we kept having the saying, "The king is here." Yeah, yeah, yeah. and the, uh, you came up you with that really... one. Yes, exactly. You're the king. Yeah, you also you you're really good at that thing. We used to play quite a bit of it in high school. Um, it was good fun. But that was so much fun to yeah. be on that camp and just interact with a whole bunch of students from all all sorts of different countries um, and just play yeah. a simple game together. Pretty simple, but it was such a good time. Yeah, yeah. It, uh, it was cool. And then I think uh, I saw you again often in the gym. Um, you were roommates with uh, Tim Quasiso? Tom. Tom, Yes. He, he plays tennis. Yeah, he does. Yeah, I, I see a lot of the folks. And um, so that orientation, I actually there's a photo I should bring up now. Um, we'll see how much you remember of this. Um, but sort of describe to me what's in this photo. Oh yeah, that was uh, on Mount Rushmore. And so who's in the um, who's in the photo? If you can remember anyone, I remember Phil. The guy with the flag. Um, the bald guy, Mikere. I, I spoke a lot with him. MQ. Such a wise man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He could, uh, he could make really weird noises. He was an awesome dude. He, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, we, uh, we hang out. 
quite some time. Uh, the guest, I think I forgot her name. I think her name was Tia but, uh, from memory. Yes, 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 you're right. But uh, yeah, we hung out for some some days during the camp. We we played uh, we played black magic. You remember that? Which one was that? Uh, black magic. Basically, so you have a scheme with one person. Um, one guy leads, and the other talks to the people. They pick an object in the room, and then when you come back, they start asking you, "Is it this?" Is it that? And then you say no, up until they name the thing that they agreed about. And then you say yes, and you always get corrected. Uh, yeah, and I do remember uh, that now. I, I, I'd forgot about that. Thanks for bringing that up. Yeah, I, I played that uh, with her, with uh, Tia. And so were you, did you find it easy enough to make friends in the US? Uh, it was difficult. Uh, people uh, socialize differently, I'd say. In what ways? Mm, I think people's um, people's boundaries are different. Also, uh, I'd say back home, people are more likely to approach you and ask you to enjoy stuff. In the US, you have to. I think I have to make more effort. Like I have to be more out there and uh, talk to people. Uh, which is what I tried to do. And, uh, I, I mean, I, I was, I was what, 19? And it was my, my first time ever interacting with people from different backgrounds. So I, I think I learned it all. I know the thing or two about being an international member, which was uh, the biggest takeaway from my exchange here. Yeah, well, I mean, it is difficult being thrown into... A completely new environment with people from different backgrounds, plenty of Americans in yeah. there because even during that international orientation, there's still lots of American students who are sort of leaders to kind of help us settle in. Um, but that whole, yeah, US culture is just something else. Yeah, definitely. I mean, um, <laughs> I, I learned the hard way. Uh, what to do and what not to do, what to say and what not to say in, in different settings. So, uh, I don't know, there are, I don't know, there are maybe jokes or, or ways to get close to someone that would work in Indonesia but not necessarily in the US. <laughs> so, uh, I, I learned a bit, uh, quite a bit. Socially. Yeah. Well, I mean, to me, it, it didn't seem like you had any trouble making friends. You seem to always have people that you're hanging out with. Is there any um, sort of first memories of maybe some of the classes you took? I mean, if you can remember, like the first class you walked into, that's always a, an interesting memory to bring up. Which was, uh, yeah, I think the first class was. Uh, Economics it was uh, macroeconomics with uh, Nessie. No, no, that wasn't the second. That wasn't the second time. Yes, first time was the accounting. I forgot the professor. But it was an accounting course. And what was it like uh, going into that class? 
It was nice. I, I walked in. Uh, the, the room wasn't very cold, but uh, something funny that I remember happening was uh, <laughs> I, I, was, I was dressed in a white button shirt. Then everyone else was, uh, was wearing a tack top and shorts. So I felt a bit overdressed. <laughs> but uh, you just got I, I adjusted later. Nah, I think it's uh, the cultural for us. Like when we, when we go to uni, we dress up. So I, I adjusted on the first day. That's pretty funny because during, as we arrive into the fall semester, <laughs> it's still coming off the back of summer. So it's still really hot. And yeah, yeah, people just wear, you know, shorts, tank tops, flip flops, and just rock up to class like that. Well, yeah. And so, what about the um, the material itself? You didn't have any troubles understanding what was being said, or how was that experience for you? Um, it was it was okay. I could understand everything, but I'd say the difference was that. Um... At the Obi, they covered more material uh, uh, like per semester, like per course, than they did at my university. So I felt it was uh, the pace was a bit faster, which was in the beginning it was more difficult to keep up with, but eventually I adjusted and say pretty well. I, I had good grades, I think, which was uh, which was. Which was awesome, to be honest. It, it did help later on when applying for graduate school. Yeah, good on you. And I think that's actually an important point you brought up is that because you're an exchange student, you had spent a year at university um, in Tunisia already. Um, so I guess yep. you really had a bit of um, comparison to sort of compare what it was like university back home and college in the US. Yeah, I already had the... Uh... Let's say, uh, like, uh, something to compare it to. So what was the biggest difference that you found? Mm, I'd say in my university back home, we didn't have a, we were not living on campus. There were a bunch of dorms, but they are scattered across the city and the campus is in a different place. So we, we met less often. We had less uh, activities that we did together. So I, I liked that part, the living on campus part. And the fact that most of the community was close together and we could, uh, we could hang out. I agree. That was the huge highlight for me is just having all you know friends just immediately. You could just run down the corridor, knock on their door and just start hanging out or anything you wanted to really it was so great to have all those people around yeah um another good memory for me from that period was when we uh, went to more of america were you on that trip i was i was actually going to just bring that up because that was a pretty memorable trip for me as well freshman year take me through it yeah yeah so uh i i remember a lot of detail i remember the the bus and uh, we played games on the bus, and and it was uh, it was uh, it was really fun to be honest. I uh, by that time I hadn't gone on so many trips, uh, 
Well, so, and, uh, sorry, just to paint the picture a little bit more for someone listening, there was a trip maybe, you know, three or four weeks into our time at Augustana, the International Programs Office organized a trip from for students to catch a bus from Sioux Falls and drive to Minneapolis where there's the Mall of America, which is, I think, I don't know if it is still the biggest mall in the US, but it's uh, it's huge nonetheless. And so for... A lot of us coming from different countries, it's just a, yeah, it's just so crazy to see such a big shopping complex. Um, but yeah, we we just jumped on the buses, maybe 50 international students, so we just went for a day to check it out. And uh, yeah, it was, uh, it, was uh, it was amazing. I, I made friends on the bus. I made friends during the trip. By that time, I hadn't met everyone yet. Uh, some of them ended up uh, being really good friends. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm thankful for that. I think we did spend... Uh, I still remember... Sorry, keep going. I, I still remember, like, the whole day. We arrived in the morning, did some shopping, and there were, there were like, even some games, I think, that you could play. Um, there was this one where you punch a bag or something. Better drank. I was doing that with a couple of friends. <laughs> awesome fun because well, Mall a... of America has a whole theme park in the middle um, of the mall, which is yeah. insane. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, like it was a. It was like seeing a car inside. Yeah, it was ridiculous. I think we actually spent a little bit of time that day because I remember we were going through certain shops and we were looking. It must have been. I think it was California was the the store, um, and I found a, a nice mm-hmm. knitted hoodie that I liked. And I we were kind of, I don't know, we we're doing this funny yes, thing where I we're just like, that. oh, like I no, that's that. not my style, and oh, this one, oh, how about this one? Mm, oh yeah, that's my style. <laughs> and it seemed so like yes. it was just so stupid, but for some reason we just found it like so much fun. To be honest with you, I still find it funny. <laughs> you would look at the price tag and tell me whether it's your style. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, we'd be looking at the price tags, not the, not so much the clothes themselves, because we're you know poor college students, so we don't have tons of money <laughs> to spend on clothes. But oh, this is my style. No, nope. oh, this one. Oh yeah, that, <laughs> you know, one ninety nine. That's my style. Oh yeah. Good times. That was so much fun. Yeah. Do you remember anything else we, from that we, trip? Uh, yeah. yeah I, I remember I was going around different restaurants trying different food. And uh, I, so like, I, I had lunch like five times that day. Yeah, there's plenty of food there. Just to try. Just to try. Because there were a lot of things that I didn't know. Like things that I never seen i would look at i don't know i don't remember one bit like tokyo chicken what the hell is tokyo chicken let me try that so that, that was that was most of my experience i would look at something i've never seen that oh i'll get a portion of that was there any food in particular that you found interesting <laughs> yeah i i uh, i really like the teriyaki chicken it was uh that was that was good. I also 
I also became a big fan of sushi after my experience. It was the first time I tried it. It was in the US. So uh, from then on, whenever I get the chance to go to a sushi place anywhere in the world. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> well, I don't know how legit the uh the sushi is it's probably a little bit americanized but was nonetheless it, it's it still good yeah it was i mean it was the very first thing i've ever tried because i i didn't really try it back home so uh yeah i mean of course it's americanized even if i get it here now it's a european version still uh i think in some cities you can find more authentic places but it was a, an introduction for me. How did you find the food overall at maybe even the cafeteria at Augustana or just in the um, in the US in general? I'd say it was uh, most of the dishes were uh, uh, take it or leave it for me. So I would uh, I would try something and I would either never try it again or for the love and spam that thing <laughs> for like I don't know two months straight. What about there was, a, was there a favorite dish uh, at the uh, at the cafeteria? There was like a stir fry. Uh, uh, what do you what would you call it? Like a counter. So you just go there and pick. You pick your pasta. You pick what you want to put in it and a sauce. And I had I had like a two combos basically that I cycled through. Uh, I, I really like the, they have the sushi bar every like once or twice a week. Uh, I love that. There was, uh, there was also, I forgot the particular name of the dish, but every now and then they would have this, uh, rice and it had this red sauce, a shrimp, uh, vegetable mix. It was one of the favorites for me. Yeah, awesome. that was whenever they had that. Yeah, just go back and get three or four, even five plates if you wanted to. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the cafeteria yeah. had some pretty decent food. Some people tend not to like it, but, I mean, you, you obviously found your options that you enjoyed. There was actually, yeah. there's a time I remember, because we spoke about, we touched on the gym just before. You were, I don't know if you were into lifting much before you got to college, but while you were there, you... I think you were in the gym just about 24-7, it seemed like. Yeah, it went almost daily, I'd say. And we played the, we played the football as well. Uh, soccer. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it was between the weight room and the football training. Uh, we, we didn't train much as a team, but uh, I'd say we played around with friends often was uh Naoki was a big fan of uh football yeah and, uh, he loves his soccer we 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 played outside a lot but when when uh, when it got cold we started playing indoors and uh we we played often at the at the at some point we played once a week uh it was one of the it was one of the best parts of my week to be honest uh yeah and the the weight room 
the atmosphere in the weight room was actually really good. It was one of the best uh, gyms, I'd say, in terms of uh, atmosphere. Yeah, it was so much fun because, and also those people, I mean, yeah, tons of people that you know would be there regularly, um, all your classmates and maybe people you don't even know too much, but then you would just see them there and you, it's easy place to sort of start talking to people. There's plenty of equipment for you to use. Um, and I remember there was one time I came into the gym. I think I was coming in there with Andrew to work out and you were in there doing whatever lifting you were. Um, I remember you kind of like you pulled up your shirt to show us your abs and you've got you had like a 12 pack you were completely sculpted <laughs> yeah. and Andrew and I just kind of looked at each other and were like <laughs> that's our style <laughs> Yeah I was quite uh into lifting at the time I <laughs> Well we we asked you what what ab workout do you do I'm like ah oh. I don't work out abs. Who has time for that? And we're like, what? You don't even work out your abs yeah. and you're completely chiseled. No, yeah, I never do. I, I never worked out. I never did abs. I would just, uh, I would just, you know, lift. I had the three day lift, like push full legs. And, uh, and I would run. I, I ran a lot. Uh, so yeah, I, I was, I was quite, uh, Yes. Well, as as we can see, I've got a little photo here with you and Dylan Kip, Flex and yeah. Kathy Elman. Yeah, that was a that was a good day. Uh, yeah, I, I I went to gym with him for like um months. Well, he was always it, in there. He was, was part uh, of the um the cheer team, and he was just the um I guess I don't know if the term's correct, but the lifter in the the cheer squad where he would just be lifting up the girls so he was always you know pumping the shoulder press yeah yeah he, he would tell me that he needed to be strong enough to, to throw uh the girls around yeah and also i guess we, we were talking about this just before we started recording but the elman our song used to play during that time it was that the timmy trumpet song the and then we'd just be like whacking yeah. on stuff and yeah, just jamming out to it. Now that song pumps you up, man. Like it just makes you wanna wanna go more, you know. That <laughs> was so good. So much fun in the way. Yeah. Room. Um but have yeah. you you since have you I think because we used to we texted a little bit back and forth after you know, we sort of after you left the US, but you you mentioned that you developed some shoulder tendonitis and some knee tendonitis. Oh yeah, I it's because I was lifting too often, so I I uh, I then took a break from lifting for like a year, a year and a half, and then I started again like in 2020, I'd say something like that. But now I I do it uh, in a more sustainable way. I think. Not the crazy college you know, days in, when you're in there. 24-7, just throwing any any bit of yeah. iron around. Yeah, when well, you're like 19, 20, uh, you're, in the, you're in the zone. And I remember I'm like, I, I broke a tooth once in the, in the gym. Did you? I was, uh, oh yeah, it was, uh, <laughs> it was on a Friday night. Like, I was alone in there. People were partying. And I was, uh, I was trying to, 
a disc and they have these discs that do not have a plastic around them. And I was going to put it on the spot, uh, on the spot track. And when I, when I pulled it up, it hit my chin and it, it broke one of the, one of the teeth. Oh. And uh, it was, was really painful. I couldn't, couldn't really. I had to break through a straw. And it was a Friday night, so everyone, like, dentists were closed uh, on uh, Saturday and Sunday. So I had to wait till Monday to go to uh, the dentist to pick it. Oh, my so God. So that was a North Day one week. No. no. <laughs> that sounds so painful. Yeah, but I think uh, afterwards uh, it's uh, it's as if it didn't happen. Like the the the, the dental work they did was amazing. Well, that's good. I guess. Did you have? Do we? I don't know if we got. We would have had insurance, I guess, of some sort. Because um, it was fully covered. Yeah. Thank God, because the U.S. Uh, medical bills can be huge. Oh yeah. It was, I think, I think it would have been a huge bill, not for the insurance, uh, but it was, was fully covered because it wasn't pathetic, you know, it was like the whole, the whole tube just cracked. So I had to, it was painful. Um, those are covered, but it's not a purely aesthetic thing. They do cover it. Yeah. Thank goodness for that. Are there any, yeah. that year that you're at Augustana, are there any other moments for you that sort of stand out any good memories uh yeah i think we uh we went on uh, another trip later that year if you remember it was to uh Rasta. you remember that i do yeah so, so uh, similar trip or similar to the um to the minneapolis trip another bus full of international students gunned it down the highway to go check out omaha nebraska for the day yeah I think uh, we walked around the city center, and there was a there was this center with a, there was like a shopping kind of shopping center, and there was a room full of um, full of the really old game like retro uh, retro games, and I remember you me. Naoki and uh, a bunch of others. They're like a group of five or six. We stayed in that room like, longer than we should, and everyone left. Uh, and we had to catch up. Yeah, I, uh, I was, don't uh, really remember that, to be honest. Was that so? Were we playing arcade games? Yeah, yeah, yeah. With this, um, I forgot the particular game. You, you, you drop a quarter and. And you just play that, and uh, we we were having fun. And then the guys went ahead, and, uh, and at some point I think I got lost. I, so I lost you, and then I lost them, and I couldn't find anyone. It was like running around double planes until I found the group. Trying not to panic. I panicked for a second. <laughs> I did for a second. So I let you guys play, then I wanted to join the other group, and then I couldn't find them. And we we also went to the zoo as well during that trip. Yeah, yeah, that was amazing. There was also, you know, you guys went to an all-you-can-eat sushi place, which I didn't find. No, you didn't make uh, it with us. That's that's a shame. No, especially now hearing no, about I, your your love of sushi. 
yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. That was the uh, that was the bad part about that day. I couldn't I couldn't find the sushi place, but I think I went to a good place regardless. It was a it was a I think a Chinese place. So that was great. Awesome. Yeah, I think we. I mean. I think it was a couple of years later we actually went back to Omaha and we went to that same sushi place because it was that good. Sorry to rub it in, but I'm just just making a point. They have some damn good sushi down there. Yeah, they do. I I heard the stories. So, well, just to bring it back into a little bit more of the uh, academic side of things, what was your what were you actually studying when you came to Augustana? I was a uh... Well, I was doing business because I do a business degree. Uh, so you basically have to get intro to everything, like an intro to finance, accounting, economics, stuff like that, so marketing. You have to do all of the intros and then pick one thing as your major and do like uh, 12 credits in it, I think. So that was my program back home. So I tried to pick courses that would transfer. So I picked the, uh, and it was my second year, so I was still not done with the intro. So I've done uh, intro to macroeconomics, uh, marketing, managerial accounting. So yeah, it was mostly the things like this. But in my, in my exchange program, we had the requirement to take uh, an American class. Uh, so, uh, American studies had, had, had to be something that had to do with the U.S. For the first term, I picked, uh, I picked the government course. It was, uh, American government. So I met, so I met people from, uh, different people in the class compared to the, one of the accountant, economics guys. Those were there was a lot of overlap of overlap of people in those classes. Yeah, different group of people. How was that class, and how did you find it? Learning all about the American politics. Uh, there are things that I still refer back to, you know, still to this day. Things I learned in that class, and uh, it really did help me understand uh, a lot about how uh, the American government worked. But you know. The more interesting part was the American studies part of it. The second, the one I picked was history of blues, jazz, and rock. Oh my gosh, that is such a good class. I think I took that maybe the year after. You've taken it? Yeah. Yeah. And in my year, like uh, it was, uh, on my year, it was one thirty p.m. So it was right after lunch. And uh, <laughs> I used to sit next Oh, your roommate. <laughs> and we, we would we would sit on the front, like the front the front <laughs> row. And the, like the professor was standing like one meter across from us. Oh my god. And 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 Tom would be like, so full of food. <laughs> and at some point, like he would be sleeping, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and at some point the the professor would, and I don't know if it was the same during uh, <laughs> the, the, the time you've taken the class. We had to watch parts of the documentary. Yeah. And the, the professor would turn off the light and the movie would play. <laughs> and there's just <laughs> four little Vietnamese boy 
full of food sleeping yeah, in the front row. Yeah, he was like he was like straight up asleep. Like he would put he would put his backpack on the on the table <laughs> and he would sleep like this. And the professor was standing like right in front of him. Professor was like right in front of him. And then he would he would uh, I would punch his shoulder. Wake <laughs> wake up the professor is looking. <laughs> And then the the movie the movie like the movie part would end. Professor would turn on the light, and he would like stand like this, <laughs> and he would like look around with his puffy face, <laughs> and the and the backpack traces on his on half of his face, oh and he would God. like look look at, he would like look left and right and rub his eyes, and then the professor would start speaking. And then he would, he would lock eye contact with the professor. <laughs> and the professor would be talking, and he had a soothing voice as well. And Tom would go like this. <laughs> it's still fall asleep when the professor's talking. Yeah, right yeah, 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 yeah. And, and, and like he would look him straight in the eye and fall asleep. Oh my God. That was, uh, that's, that's an epic story, story. And I think that really sums up Tom. Tom, well, probably most of Tom's experience at college, I think, because being my being my roommate, he he used to stay up sort of during the night. Um, he he was kind of like I think he was still on Vietnam time. I don't think he ever really quite adjusted to the U.S. time, but he'd be sleeping, he'd be up playing Dota all through like all throughout the night. Um, and then yeah, he would always be sort of sleeping in, and I think whenever he went to class, I think every class he went to, he'd fall asleep in. And so it's funny that you're saying that it like the professor would be directly talking to him, he'd still be nodding off. Oh yeah, oh yeah. It wasn't enough. And then that that's what like right after lunch. And we had parts where we'd watch a film with the narrator with like the most soothing voice I've ever <laughs> heard in my life. That is like that's a class design for Tom, I think. Yeah, that was probably one of Tom's favorite classes. Well, I enjoyed it because I got to learn all about the uh, the history of music coming into the U.S. That was pretty fascinating. But um, yeah, great class for sleeping and learning, I guess, depending what your preference is. Yeah. <laughs> Any other memories that you have from Augustana? Uh, yes, uh, the board game, uh, board game. Uh, so every Friday night, we would meet and we would play board games. And there are games that I picked up uh, and I bought because of that club and that I still have after this day, like seven or I don't know how many years later. Um, uh, it was, um, we first played Bang a lot. I don't know if you know the game. No, I'm not too familiar. It's like, it's basically a card game. You know, there's some luck involved. You can, can be an asshole and attack people. And there was another one called the uh, Secret Hitler, which is, uh, which is sort of like, well, you know, there's a minority go to each other and a majority is oblivious. And the minority has to navigate their way through without revealing their identity. And uh, it, was a, it was a really good game, but we, I played it so much with the same group of people. It was like a, a five to 10. But at the end, 
like at the end of the semester, it was, was difficult for us to trust each other. Like that's how much we played the game. That's how much you took it seriously then, as well. Yeah, that was, uh, <laughs> we had the rule like, okay, whoever this person is that you, these friends of yours are during the game that has no bearing on real life. It is not connected. It, you know, <laughs> or is it? If someone, if someone fucks you over like so many times in the game, doesn't mean that they are a horrible person. <laughs> that sounds like a heap of but fun. Yeah, how it, did you? How did you find the the board club? Cl- oh, the board game club. How did you find that? I'm not sure actually how it started. It was, I think, one time I just walked into the cafeteria, and. Uh, I saw a group of people playing, so I just walked up there and asked them what's going on. They told me, and I started coming every week ever since. All right, that's fantastic. Yeah, I mean, there's lots of there are lots of little clubs like that at Org. You already mentioned sort of the soccer club, which um, was mainly a lot of international students, but also yeah, obviously the board game club as well was a heap of fun. Oh yeah, (laughs) yeah. Well, Ramsey, if you could give your experience in Augie a letter grade, what would you give it? Letter grade. I'd say an A minus. Why would you give it that? Uh, it was the thing from basically everything. Uh, yeah, so um, I'd say A minus because uh, instead of an A, because I would have loved to, to be in a larger city. Uh, because I, I grew up in a small town, and I've always preferred a, a, larger, a larger city because there's more going on. Because I think in Sioux Falls, whenever I went down, and I was, by US standards, underage at the time, so I couldn't go to bars as a, a 19, 20. Uh, so... Most of what I could do uh, outside was uh, limited, so I did. Uh, I went well, uh, mostly. I also went to uh, to uh, the cinema to watch the uh, trend, all sorts of films. I think I that year was the year I went to theaters the most. Yeah, well, I mean, so, that uh, is kind of the. The harsh reality of Sioux Falls. I mean, especially maybe during the the warmer months, there's plenty to do outside, and you know, even just walking around is really nice. But when it gets to the middle of winter, there isn't really too much to actually do. Did you remember the the corn maze? I do. I never actually went to the corn maze though, which is pretty crazy. I did. Yeah, that was. I have to go back and that was me. Check it out. What What do you remember from the corn maze? I think it was a, an obby trip as well. Again, the same bus with the same 50 international, Get the international students together on the apart bus. Apart from you. Where you go? Apart from you. Apart from me, yes. Uh, and it was uh, late right outside of Sufors. It was a huge field, a really large one. And he, I forgot the, like, the exact uh, measure. I remember it was really big. Well, probably goes for the whole, a, whole, like probably expands the whole width of South Dakota because most of that is cornfields anyway. Yeah, and uh, basically, uh, 
this farmer had a maze in in the in the field. Like uh, they would they would make they told me that they make basically uh, a new maze every year before harvesting all the all the corn. And you pay what like five dollars or something like that, and you get to spend all day there, which we did. Did you get lost? Uh, yes, of course. I got really lost. We had a scavenger hunt, uh, and when it got darker, we had the we had the howlings lights. Sounds like a heap really of fun. fun. Yeah, during Halloween, they actually do a special. They do some sort of special Halloween corn maze in the evening. Um, I think they might, yeah, obviously do scary, spooky stuff during that time as well. But was this Halloween time or some, some other time during the year? It was around Halloween time. So I think, yeah, I think it was during the, the spooky week. Yeah, that sounded like a heap of fun. Um, was there anything oh, else? Yeah that sort of brought your experience down from a, like maybe from an A plus to an A minus apart from a bigger city? Well, yeah, I'd say, I'd say this is more of a US criticism. I, uh, I remember that I had to, um, I, I was volunteering at the other side of the city. I was, uh, in this uh, after-school program for kids, and I was teaching them that they were immigrant kids between the ages of six and ten. I was teaching them math and English. Um, some of them didn't necessarily speak English at home, so uh, it was it was good. I think that was very rewarding. But the problem that I faced was. The fact that it was really difficult to get there without a cut. And as an exchange student, there wasn't, uh, I signed this agreement that I wouldn't drive, I wouldn't rent a vehicle, so on and so forth. So I had to take the bus. The bus was not that frequent. And it was like uh, the only people that I saw on the bus were homeless looking. So that was, that was not a very pleasant experience uh, because I think the public transportation wasn't very public. It was, uh, I think it's, uh, it's, it's very carping. Without a car, it's very difficult to navigate. It's difficult to walk places. It's hard. You know? Everything is just spread out and, yeah, the public or the public buses, and there's no real other public transport around. So it is pretty difficult to get around, especially being an international student and only being there for a short time, you maybe don't want to be buying cars and all that other stuff. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, and like, compared to where I live now, like Vienna is very very connected. I, I can feel that difference is very big. Like It impacts your daily life, I think, especially if you have to move around get somewhere on a daily basis but yeah aside from these problems they everything else was positive terrific so well you just mentioned that you're in vienna now so did you you went back to tunisia after you after your time in augustana 
yeah, I went back, finished my uh, degree. And then uh, I, uh, I, I was working on the side. And then uh, I, I applied for a scholarship for masters. And as I told you, like the grades helped. So uh, I, I got a, I got a full ride, like tuition and uh, and the monthly stipend to do a master's in economics in Vienna. Um, yes, so I, I did that, and then I ended up signing for the PhD, uh, and I'm still in that right now. And uh, yeah, so basically, I teach like a PA session. I take courses if I want to do that stuff. It needs to go and all, and I have to attend the seminars and conferences. It helps you with your ideas, things of the sort. That's very cool. Yeah, well done. And so, is this your first year doing the PhD? It's, this year is my second. Second year. Oh, second already. Geez. Really? Getting through them. So, it yeah. would have been 2020. What, when did you graduate? Uh, from grad school then? Uh, 2022. Yeah, right. Yeah, so last yeah. year, a year and a half ago almost. Yes. Yeah, that's amazing. And how did you find grad school in Vienna? In the school, it's difficult. The city was is awesome. It's, it's amazing. Uh, uh, there's always something happening. As a, it's, it's a very, you know, the cultural center, I'd say, there's a lot of art and museums and uh, all sorts of uh, cultural activities going on. The opera there is pretty nice. They're they're famous, and I learned that they are you know they are famous for a reason, and that is that they are good. Uh, the city itself is pretty international. You. Uh, you see people from all over the planet, to be honest, and the region as well, Central Europe. Sounds fabulous. Sounds amazing. Oh, yeah. You meet all sorts of people. So I guess that made it a bit easier to decide to continue on with a PhD then, I'm guessing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Living in Vienna is an amazing experience. And so how, how many years of PhD have you got left? I mean, hopefully two. I... Uh, I, uh, if I do everything right, okay. But it depends. Like they don't, they don't find you. Whenever you submit a finished thesis, you're, you're fine. So, uh, yeah. But they, they do give you funding, like uh, a stipend, a hefty one. I mean, it's hefty for a stipend, but it's not good enough to be considered a real salary. But they do pay you for teaching, and that's. So you can make a you can make a decent enough salary. What what you would make outside? Um, so, but you have but you have the PhD stipend only for four years. Yeah. So I either have to finish by then or run out of money. Work on the side. Yeah. I mean, I'm already working on the side. I'm doing this. Uh, part-time consulting at the World Bank here in Vienna. So that's, uh, I mean, I could still keep doing that. 
but yeah, the the main the the idea I I should I should finish by the fourth year. So what are you doing your thesis on? Uh, uh, it's in theoretical econometric. So I'm looking into uh, I'm looking into like panel multi-dimensional data models. It's a pretty it's a pretty particular. Sounds super complicated, but I have no doubt that you're doing a great job with it all. So, well done. Keep up the good I work. So. Thank you. Thank you. Is there, before we sort of tie it off, is there any advice that you would give someone, Ramsey, who's considering doing an exchange and studying in the US? Um, yeah. It's uh, to to not be afraid to approach. That was... That was uh, that was a thing for me in the beginning. It was very difficult for me to approach groups of people and to join them on things. But uh, as I told you, people socialize differently in Indonesia compared to the US. In the US, I found that I had to be more proactive socially. So I'd say my advice would be that, to be more social and proactive. Terrific. That's excellent advice. Ramsey, thank you so much for coming back to college with me. Thank you.